Duke Johnson Jr., $4 per year Dookie. value. Gotta love a guy whose nickname could be Dookie. I'm not sure why that's funny. Uh, Dookie is another word for poop. Oh, well, that's, yeah. that's very on brand. I actually love the name Duke. Mostly because wow. of Duke, Duke Snyder. Duke Snyder is a legendary baseball player. Uh, do you, um, shit, what's the word? Do you, I do. You do? No, you, you, I do. you already did with your wife. Do you, uh, uh, With my wife? No, nah, I don't know. I was trying to make a David Duke joke, but I can't think of one. Anyway, move on. <laughs> I'm just trying to get over the fact that you alleged that I poop with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, hold hands when we do it. <laughs> hey, honey, it's... it's... Oh, I'm not in the mood. I'm just not in the mood right now. It's poop time. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go do it together. Oh, what does yours look like today? Do you have your skate with you? Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the substandard expanded universe. You are listening to the SSEU podcast, episode 49. We have almost reached our one-year 52-episode goal. The SSEU podcast is a crucial voice in the pop culture debate, providing airtime for some of the most garbage arguments that you will find anywhere online. You can find us wherever you normally find podcasts and chat with us and the rest of the SSEU in the mega thread on Twitter, where we give you a few free tweets and then ask you to tweet insults at Jim Swift and Andrew Egger. We're also reachable at sseupod at gmail.com. We have a special episode in store for you today, but I first wanted to make a more somber note. The SSEU podcast is in mourning due to the passing of David Koch. We have made fun of both David and Charles Koch and Koch Industries here on the show, but wanted to note that the world would be well served by more generous philanthropists such as them. When individuals such as David Koch passes away, the reaction should be one of sorrow and not malice, just simply because one happens to disagree with someone's political views. May he rest in peace. This episode is also special because we are able to bring you exclusive coverage from the SSEU Fantasy Football Draft throughout the episode. That out of the way, we have a full crew this week. Guys, how are you? I'm doing very well, Thomas. Very on, well? Yeah, very well. I, th- I thought we were going to enter uh, Thomas together. Oh, man, <laughs> what a faux pas. <laughs> Oh, I didn't mean to, I totally didn't mean to say that. That that was definitely not scripted, was it? That was not scripted. Uh, no, um, I'm doing very well, Thomas. Uh, I just got back from uh, uh, my last kind of vacation of the summer. It's great. I went up to drove eight hours up to visit my dad in in um, what we call God's country up in northern Minnesota. I uh, went up there with Jordan. So, what did you do up there? What did we do? Um, we went to the Bear Center and saw them feed. They have four live bears at the Bear Center. Six wolves in captivity at the Wolf Center. So we went to both the Bear and the Wolf Center. But the highlight, of course, was uh, I didn't see it. My, my dad took a picture of it. Walking through his yard was a black bear um, just like three hours before we went to see through, the uh, bears. His, any closer. his yard? Yeah, through his yard, yeah. Uh, not did a, you not see that? I shared that photo. I did, did, you not, not, see I did not see that. Uh, so it wasn't a Harambe situation? It was not. 
You seem very disappointed by that. <laughs> there is not enough bloodshed for a dirty Scandinavian. We're on a three-person team. My assumption was you guys were putting thought into it. Can we get Tyreek Hill? He's good. Another woman beater. He's, you know, yeah. yeah. I think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to have a big year. Okay, grab like, him. Yeah, grab him. It's not how this works, Thomas. All right. Um. So let's pull up. Well, let's pull up some like draft guide that tells us like about sleepers or something. <laughs> like how we're doing this in the middle of the fucking draft. <laughs> 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 Go big it. Thomas, what are you drinking? I am actually drinking Old Forester. It's very on brand. Do you have you do you have a uh, trip to um, Total Wine planned? No, I'm fairly well stocked. When uh, my friend was here for a week, we decided that uh, drinking out is expensive, so we stocked it up is. on uh, yeah. plenty, plenty of alcohol, so that we didn't actually have to drink that much when 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 we did go out. That that is wise. Yeah, pregame, and then, yeah. man, you can you can basically you can buy a seven or fifty milliliter. Um, bottle for the price of like three or four drinks out. Yeah, and this is this is why you buy all your drinks at Costco, right? That's right. Uh, I was just telling you guys before we started recording how I um, like once a year they sell at Costco uh, Bell's Oberon, which is a, a pretty solid uh, summer ale. Um, Thirteen dollars, thirteen dollars for a twenty-four pack, which is unbelievable. Nice. Like almost fifty cents a bottle. Um, so I I bought uh, what, what did I say? Did it, was it six or seven cases? How much, and I've just been giving them ball? away as gifts. How much per ball? Did you say Ball's summer ale? <laughs> I said Bell's. Bell's is a well-known brewery out of Michigan. They're a trout. Oh, Define well-known. It's I was well-known. Say trout Slayer. It's, not, it's not Trout Slayer. That's that's um, Trout Slayer is a beer from uh, uh, Big Sky Brewing. Um, uh, it's it's named after an Ernest Hemingway short story. Uh, their IPA from Bell's. For some reason, it's slipping my mind. Um, anyway, their IPA is very good. Do you like IPAs? I love them. I do too. That's, I that's my brew. It's I good. don't like admitting that, but I do. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it can be kind of douchey to admit that. Um, Bell's Two Hearted Ale. It's um, based on a Hemingway short story called uh, Two Hearted River. Well, it wasn't. But... So, so Ryan, what's the bear situation like in Austin? We, like Chris said, we have a lot of twinks in Austin, but then the bears stay on the you know the more uh, rural parts of Texas. So what kind of animals cause problems for humans in Austin? Like do you do you have giant rats like raccoons. They do in, raccoons? Raccoons. Yeah, raccoons and skunks. So Devontae Adams is the highest rated player left, and he's he's been going for I guess seventy seven dollars in drafts. Laura spent eighty seven dollars on Le'Veon Bell. Um, Sunny Bunches of Oats spent $74 on Odo Beckham. That's friggin' Cameron. Devontae Adams is already up to... Well, I'm at least gonna bid this up a bit. Come on, somebody outbid us. I don't want to spend $80 for him. Or should we? <laughs> I mean, it says his draft value is $77. I mean, he's the he's the only receiver on... He, ha- he has a lot of FPTS. Shit! We won! <laughs> we just won. <laughs> we spent... We spent I said, I don't want to spend $80 for him. And then a second later, you drafted him for $80. I'm sorry. So, so, Chris, I believe that Ryan got you into a new podcast recently? Yes. Yeah. And uh, so he's been, you know, like Ryan is, he's been recommending this podcast forever. And I've, I've been ignoring him because it's Ryan. And 
you know, he talks about stuff all the time, and it's just like you. I don't know. I. I get, I have a very uh, weird attention span to where I get way into something for a short period of time, and then I just kind of. But I totally understand. So he he's been recommending the Blank Check podcast. Uh, can you can you talk think, a little bit about exactly what this I, is? See, I think it 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 sells it's, the podcast short because. Um, so what, the, the the premise of the blank check part, the reason it's called blank check, is that like several directors, they have an early hit in their career, and they receive a blank check. And so the premise is sometimes that check um, clears, sometimes it bounces. So like sometimes they'll have hits, and sometimes they don't. So and what they do is they explore um, – what did I say wrong? No, I was going to say they get to the description of the show about 25 minutes into the show yeah. on average. So their banter is, is fantastic. Um, first of all, like it, it's very good. So the focus is ostensibly on filmmakers who have early hits. And um, I guess I wasn't super interested in just the idea of uh, I guess I, I am interested in that. I'm not necessarily interested in in just vague like, talk about that. So I, I guess like just the premise of like people talking about blank checks isn't that interested. Right, but they it, it really does sell it short because they go they really do a deep dive into each super movie. Deep. Like that, they're so uh, knowledgeable, like they know every single character actor. It, so, it, so wait, hang, hang on. So is it like is it like Chris style scene by scene hotel hotel Transylvania is. stuff? It scene, really is scene by scene. It, it really is. It's like Chris. Chris wasn't wrong. The problem is we didn't go. <laughs> we, didn't we didn't go. go deep enough. We didn't. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't buy into that enough. We should have just like leaned into that. They would talk that. for forty minutes, and they would be still in the first scene of the movie. Yeah, for yeah, not even exaggerating. I mean, most a lot of the episodes are well over two hours. So it's hosted by Griffin Newman, who is a kind of like character actor. He plays. He plays Arthur on Amazon's The Tick, and he's been in his. He was in the movie Draft Day. He was one of the. Uh, Which of course everyone saw. Yeah, he was one of the NFL secretaries or something like that. Is I can't that remember. Wait, wait, who's the lead in Draft Day? Kevin Costner. Yes, yeah. yes, I have. Like, seen, you guys haven't. You guys haven't seen that, have you? I, I've, I've seen, seen it. it. I've, seen, I've it. seen it. I can't remember. I haven't rewatched it since I started listening to this podcast. I want to now to find to uh, just to it, see Griffin. It's not that great. Like, no, it's, it's not. It, it's not good. It's, it's about as good as that movie where Kevin Costner's like the average man running for president. Which one is that? Did I just make that movie up? Where this girl's like, I want my dad to be president. Wasn't that Robin Williams? What was the? Which one was Kevin Costner in? I can't think of it. He's been in so many movies. I had a stretch last year when I was watching a lot of Kevin Costner movies, but mostly uh, sports movies. Feel of Dreams, Bull Durham, and so on. Oh, it was... Um, swing Vote. It, it I'm was thinking Batman Swing Vote. Superman, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. He played oh, oh. President Jonathan Kent, right? I, I was thinking of Swing Vote, where like he's the swing vote in the election, and I don't know, I saw the I saw the trailer for it, and it looks so dumb. Oh, I think yeah. I feel like I remember this movie. Like he is literally the, like the deciding vote. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds he, stupid. He has watched it. It's interesting. Yeah, I I, I watched that one. Yeah, I, in the theaters, opening night <laughs> at midnight. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I can't come into work tomorrow because I'm going to see Swing Vote. You called into church, telling them you can't go to work tomorrow. I wasn't a priest in 2008. Ryan. Uh, so the other the other host is uh, a guy named David Sims. Um, he's a he writes about movies and pop culture. He um, one of the one of the long series length 
uh, gags or bits that they do is that David lived in London for a period of time. So anytime <laughs> anybody mentions anything about London, like Griffin will stop the show and be like, oh, how did you know? Did you live in? And they'll just do like a whole thing and they'll do it. Multiple They're both times. very good with accents. So I'm sure they do it with accents. They'll do it multiple times in an episode about how he he covered movies for People magazine in in London for a while, um, and then I don't know where he works now, but he lives in L.A. So they they talk about movies, and the way they decide which movies they to talk about is they kind of cover directors, and they'll do right. So like certain directors, um, because they had early hits in their career, were given blank checks, which which is is an interesting pre- premise because like. Is that necessarily a good thing? And we've seen, like, we are watching Annapurna go under because they've given blank checks to directors, both good and not good. So, yeah. like, that's awesome that they're like, hey, Paul Thomas Anderson, like, go make whatever you want to make. Like, that's kind of an interesting thing. Like, they've had mixed success. That's not enough to make me want to listen to a podcast. You should listen to, to the podcast because they're really entertaining people. And, and like, they're also, like, they've been friends since, I don't know, since they were kids. And so they're... they're and so I, I, knew, I, did, I knew none of this. All I knew is Ryan's like, listen to this podcast. So I, <laughs> he's like, and I was like, well, I had an eight-hour drive. Um, so I had 16 hours in the car. I was like, I need podcasts to listen to. Ryan, what should I listen to? He was like, listen to the Christopher Nolan ones. So I listened to Batman Begins. And within, like, 30 minutes, I was hooked. 30 minutes into the podcast, they haven't even... They've started talking about the first scene. <laughs> and like they're they're the rare pounds, they're like they're like super rare to me. They're, yeah, that's <laughs> what. And so they, they they'll say fuck like when he says swear to me. Even it's like cuss at him. All right, all right, but but so so Christopher Nolan. I didn't so, realize they were actually like in the industry. I'm like these guys know so much about movies. It's ridiculous. All I can so, think yeah, of the thing, and they're like super movie nerds that also because a lot of really nerdy movie people don't like Christopher Nolan um, because he's not artsy. But these guys, they love like Christopher Nolan movies. But but so when they talk about Christopher Nolan, do do they start with like Memento or something? Yeah, they start with the following. Oh, all of Christopher Nolan. I start listening with Batman Begins. Right. So I listen to Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. And I also listen to Interstellar, which is literally like 10 hours of podcasts that like, that I listened to in the last the Interstellar one. one is really long. They yeah. they really love Interstellar. Has Kyler Murray been been drafted? He's supposed to be the number one quarterback, according to the Ringer. I don't see how that's possible though. Tyreek Hill is on the board right now. He's at fifty nine dollars. I don't think we can afford him after spending eighty dollars on. We already drafted a winger for eighty dollars. <laughs> that is what WR stands for. Just make sure that he's decent at taking faceoffs. <laughs> uh, taking what in the face? Uh, an off. How much money do we have? One hundred and twenty dollars. Are you serious? If we blew eighty on one player, <laughs> yeah. <Well>. Okay. <laughs> That's why I said I didn't want to. Take, I didn't want to. Travel. I didn't want to spend eighty dollars. I was just like wanting to run it up a little bit, and then everybody else is like, "Oh, that's For not a enough." Friggin' Packer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is Eric in this league? Maybe she'll take him. Has Andrew Luck been drafted yet? No, let's, let's, not, let's not draft him. I bet we could get him for pretty cheap. Melvin Gordon is on the board what? right now. Luck, his, Luck his, his pre-draft value was $69. So How much is he Luck going for? Been, he's Luck at even practicing? 45 right now. 52, 55, 57. Should we just count the bids as they go up? Is that good <laughs> content? Patrick oh. Mahomes is on the board. Oh, we need him. Get him. His his pre-draft value is only $23. What? The right. theory is, is that there's like 
20 good quarterbacks. And so the difference between, you know, the best quarterback and like the 20th best quarterback isn't worth spending a ton of money. And that, so that's the reason quarterbacks are valued like so low. But they also so he threw 50 touchdowns last year. They haven't projected for 35. Well, I mean, that's I, quite yeah, a regression. I, I wouldn't think that it's we got to nominate a player. How about Antonio Brown? Can we nominate him? Yeah. OK, there he goes. 23 is, is that, okay, well, there he goes. Wow, he's in, yeah, he's up to 50. He's in the 50s now, 54. Yeah, I, I'd be afraid to take him for too much money. Like, if he was going to go cheap, I would take him, but... Um... David Sims writes for The Atlantic and covers culture for The Atlantic right now. His most recent story posted today is The Matrix 4 could be just what Hollywood needs. In what fucking way? <laughs> He, he, but he, the famously, well, on the show, he, like, two years ago uh, said that, like, the best thing Hollywood could do is make the, um, is let the Wachowskis make another Matrix movie. And so, they're, uh... A movie that no one asked for and no one wanted. I haven't read this yet, but that's what his latest article on The Atlantic is right now. And and so, here's what's great about the, uh, the podcast is... So everyone knows, it's well known that we are not the biggest Trump fans in the world. And we try not to talk politics. We get into it sometimes. Even just listening to them, I I understand how off-putting that can be. But what was great is that, like, when Griffin would start to talk about parallels to Trump, David would just kind of shut him down and be like, I just, yeah, this isn't interesting. Let's not talk about this. So it's, it's not like every villain is suddenly Trump or something. Yeah, and that was back in, the like, right now in their newer episodes. And he, they'll, they do the thing where they they're, get just, into it. they're just like, oh, is is Trump president? I hadn't heard that Trump was <laughs> Like, they'll, they kind of, like, make fun of the everything is about Trump. And they'll, okay. they'll, yeah. they're like, I, I had no idea that Trump was president. Right. So, can we spend a little bit of time on this? So, so the Wachowskis... On Trump? No, no. On the Wachowskis, after the Matrix it, movies... You mean the sisters? The sisters. It uh, says it's only Lana Wachowski that yeah. is going to direct it, though. Oh, not, uh, what's her name, Lily? I don't know what the other one's name is yeah. anymore. All right, so, but, but so after the Matrix Revolutions, they've directed essentially three movies... Speed Racer, Speed Racer, Cloud Atlas, Cloud Atlas, and Jupiter Ascending. Ascending, yeah. <laughs> right. Which were all flops. Speed Racer has like a cult following, right? Does it? I, I haven't well, seen it. Well, so it's because it, it was an existing piece of IP, right? Yeah. 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 yeah that they took to screen. And, and did they embrace it? Did those fanboys embrace it? I'm, I'm not sure. I feel like I've seen uh, it. But it, was not, it. It came out in 08, so it's been a while. But I feel like a lot of people were like singing or humming or whatever, like the, the theme song to Speed Racer for some time. I don't know. So Speed Racer made $43 million ooh, ooh. last on, time. On what On a of budget that? of... Probably $70 million? $120 million. <laughs> That's okay. what we call they, not, a, not a financial how, hit. How did they get another blank check? Okay, so that because was... Because they made... Because didn't they make they made Cloud Atlas and Jupiter Ascending after this? Yeah, yeah. and I, I, and I know that I think Sonny likes Cloud Atlas. I think I saw him on Twitter recently say that it was. So I, I want to re- I, I want to rewatch Cloud Atlas. I watched twenty minutes of it, and I turned it off because I was like, life is too short to spend watching movies like this. How long ago did it come out? Because I watched it Which whenever uh, Cloud, Cloud, Cloud Atlas when uh, I, I two thousand twelve. 
Okay, so I watched it whenever it became available to rent, and I stuck through the whole thing because it's two hours and forty four <laughs> minutes. And I, I actually like by the end, I was kind of into it. I don't. I, I remember like not hate to where I was like, okay, that wasn't as. You bad remember not as hating I, it. That's yeah. That is faint praise. Well, but I went to into it like expecting to hate it because everybody said that it was so bad. Um, I want to watch it again, actually. Because uh, I, mean, it, I, I remember Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks plays like uh, like four or five different characters throughout. Yeah, because it's different it's different scenes throughout history. Yeah. So, did, did, Cloud, Cloud Atlas made one hundred and thirty million dollars worldwide. Budget isn't available. Uh, did, so on Wikipedia, it says that the budget was like one hundred and forty six. So. So. It definitely, right. definitely it's lost Wikipedia. quite a bit of money. Yeah. So, so the la- their last three. Oh, movies... it had to, it had to be, have a huge budget. I mean, just because, I mean, the stars in it, and plus, they, there were so many locations yeah. that that they shot that I mean, it, it had to cost a ton of money. There's right. no way it couldn't have. Right. So their last three movies have had fairly large budgets. They've all lost money, and so they're bringing them back to do a Matrix movie. Well, basically, I'm sure if they want to make a movie, it's going to have to be Matrix because, like, that's going to make money. Or is, is it's it? not going to lose money. How much did Matrix Revolutions make? About 427, according to this list that I'm looking at. Yeah, so if you give them $150 million to work with, and maybe that's not enough to, to make a good movie, but um, don't you think they would make, turn a profit? I don't know. Like, I, feel I like- think a Matrix movie will, just because... I mean, I just because it's been so long. If people so stuck long, through the first trilogy, they're gonna watch the fourth right. one. And like I saw, Sunny tweeted today that he actually liked the. I saw it. She said that he liked Reloaded, which Reloaded. is the, the second which is the one. So, so dumb yeah. that I didn't even bother watching the third. Yeah, I, I saw all three, but I they're all they the second two just completely run together for me. I, I can't see. see I, I don't know. I, I don't see how this isn't just another Men in Black situation where. They will announce it, and it will completely suck, and then it will flop at the box office. I guess that's true. Men in Black, there there was a lot of time between. It's not like that's oh, true. Yeah, 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 you're right. I mean, it, it's been 16 years or something like that until the next Matrix comes out. I still think the Matrix isn't Men in Black. I mean, as great as 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 much as people liked Men in Black, there's not the devotion to that as there is to the Matrix. There aren't people being like, "Whoa, like." We yeah, are all just you know simulations. Because you 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 talked about their movies, but they also produced something for Netflix that that Netflix ended up canceling after one season too. Um, what was that? It was called Sense Eight, and it oh, was yeah. uh, oh, yeah. it, it was a weird series. I never watched it, but I I know that when Netflix announced that they weren't going to bring it back, that there was a lot of like um, like their devoted following that that was like trying to find another platform for it. I mean, here's the thing is, is like, so Sonny in that thread talked about like how great that like action sequence, like on the highway is. And for me, like sitting in the theater, so excited for this, for the second movie. Uh, cause I liked the first, I just kind of rolled my eyes that at, at that <laughs> sequence. Cause I was just like, like it did nothing for me. Like a, a, a good action sequence in the middle of a stupid movie. It just isn't that impressive to me. George Kittle. Tight end, San Francisco, where the tightest ends go. Was that a gay joke? <laughs> what? 
No. $44. Sexy pasta cooks. Because the thing with an auction draft is what you can do. If you save your money, like at the end, you can just, there'll, there'll be you like know. some really good players that you can yeah. get for like a dollar because nobody has any money left. We should I've, totally take Nick Chubb, right? Yeah, where is he? Is he like anyone who has like a, a dick sounding name? <laughs> I know we should try to get those. Friggin' Adam. Now comes the run on wide receivers. Like he's way too into this. <laughs> we should have done a snake draft just to spite him. <laughs> Adam Thielen just went for thirty four dollars, and Adam Thielen's gonna have more fantasy points than Cameron Adam. just said this is so dumb. I'm telling you. I've done this before because, I mean, in the league with that I've done with my friends for like 10 years, for the last five years, we've done auction. And if you like you either go in early and try to get like good, just try to stack your team early or like if you wait, like you can get you can just fill out your roster with like a ton of good players for like super cheap. And then but then. Like, even if you can't start them all, you can trade them because people are going to, especially in this league with 16 teams, people are going to need players. But we should probably. (laughs) You should probably have players. (laughs) Well, I mean. Players are overrated. After all, we were going to have negative one players. We need to to start looking for sleepers that are still left. Uh, So let's Google. Terrorists? Yes, we need to sleep. Oh, my gosh. Joe Green Bay Packers. I don't know who Aaron Jones is, but I do not want it. We already have one too many on our team. (laughs) Who who bid for him anyway? I did. (laughs) I was just trying to, I was trying to, like, make, I was just trying to bid him up because he was, like, you know, he was going higher and higher, and I was, like, oh, let's make somebody really pay for this. And then I hit the. I hit the button for 80, and I was like, oh, I don't want to pay 80 for him. And then it was like, you've drafted him for $80. Dak yeah. Prescott's at 3 bucks. Should we pick him up if he's under do it. 10 Do it. Yeah, I mean, if we can get him cheap. I don't know who you're his, talking about, but do it. His, pre, his pre-draft value is $2. He's oh. at, he's at 6 at, right now. Six. And, I mean, we need a quarterback, and, I mean, that's going to be pretty cheap. We're, we're winning because who has more money than us left? Jason does, and you play ball like a girl. We got him. Dak Prescott. Should we Justin get Justin Tucker? Tucker? No, we should not pick any kickers right now. All right. What the F is wrong with you? <laughs> he's, he's like the best kicker in the league. Who cares? It was $2. All right. Two receivers that are 10 times better than Devontae Adams went for $34. How are they 10 times better than Devontae Adams? Because I'm going to look up. PPR wide receiver rankings, 2019. Hey, Chris, if you see someone you want, just bid on him. I have carte blanche. Yep. Fantasypros.com, number one overall wide receiver for 2019, Devontae Adams. Screw him and screw... So, that's why, I mean, (laughs) we have the best wide receiver in football. So, you're welcome. James White, $22. We could use James White if we could get him for... I like the name. Chris, Chris bid on bid, bid on him. You you take over the bid. Okay, there we go. We're winning for eight dollars. We get James White for less than twenty two dollars because James White's good for PPR. Because uh, we got James we James got White. Here we go. we got, a, got a running back. The fuck's PPR? Points um, per so, reception. Yeah. So every time they catch a pass, you get you get yard. So for every ten yards someone gets, you get. Uh, you get a tenth of a point, but 
if, if they catch a pass, they also get an extra point for that. Okay, but what's his e-nipples? His what? His e-nipples. What's his e-nipples? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, what did it stand for? Emmy? Nominated. Oh. Per, I don't uh, know. Per season? E-nips? So Sonny Michelle, we should have both <laughs> Patriots on our team. I mean, they don't have Gronk this year. So they've got a... Sonny Michelle's like their workhorse runner. Yeah. I got him. Right. So we got the Patriots we'll back. We, we'll we got the, no, we're not winning. Oh, right we now. got outbid. Twelve bucks. It's still eight dollars <laughs> under average. Yes, Patriots. Are we sharing for the Patriots this season now? What do we have? How many Patriots? I think players? we are. I want to get. Let's get Tom Brady too. We can get him <laughs> at the end when we can get him at the end when uh, when nobody has any money. The goat. Is he like a hundred now? I think I'm a principal opposed to the idea of just reviving old IPs and hoping that they will be able to cash in on them. Like, it seems lazy. It seems like the studios have started to give up on actually yeah, producing unless, new content. Um, yeah, unless it's just like a really, you know, great take on a fourth movie. I, and I can't imagine that it's going to... I imagine it's going to be disappointing no matter what they... I just can't imagine what they would do to really revive it and make it seem like, oh, well, yeah, I'm glad they did that. Yeah. I'm okay, so so they're, they've already probably finished production on uh, the second Top Gun. They're well, remaking... We ju- They just announced that they're going to remake uh, The Matrix. Not remake, I'm sorry. They're going to continue The Matrix. What other... Like, what's next? What What will the next thing they announce... Well, I mean, there's um, another like, there's another Ghostbusters coming out. Oh my! Um, but what but what hasn't year. been announced that that you think they'll announce in the next year or two, of like old IP that's going to get recycled? What about another Indiana Jones? They're, I they're think they've already announced they, that. Oh yeah, really? Making, oh. Yeah. <laughs> How about Saving Private Ryan, but like his brother or something, <laughs> or his cousin? I guess it was a, he was the last living Ryan, but yeah. they could do like. Like, one of his other brothers that died. Like, they tried to save him first. Yeah. Didn't they try to save Matt Damon because... Right, we're gonna... Somebody somebody gets a time machine and goes back, let's try to save all the Ryan brothers. <laughs> I've got one. I've got one. Back okay. to the future. I wouldn't doubt it. That that seems right in the wheelhouse of what they're doing right now. They yeah. just... I guarantee you that someone's someone's got a script You know what would make a lot of money? Back to the future 4. Yeah. <laughs> Michael J. Fox's son. And I remember when I was a kid, like, I think, like, the third one was one of the ones that I ended up watching the most. That was the one where they went back to the Old West with the train. I think uh, my brothers and I, we probably watched that one 20 times, at least. Is uh, is Christopher Lloyd still alive? Is he still with us? He's still alive. He hasn't been anything in like thirty years. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the last thing that he's been in, but he's he's definitely still alive. Right, but but the thing with Back to the Future is that they can set it at any point in time, right? And they right. can use yeah. any actors that they want. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I just pulled up Christopher Lloyd's filmography, and in 2016, he appeared in Donald Trump's The Art of the Deal, the movie. What is that? <laughs> I have no idea. What did you just say? Can that be real? Donald Trump's The Art of the Deal, the movie. It says he's top. He's Doc Brown in that. He's Doc oh, Brown. <laughs> it says it's a parody film produced by Funny or Die. 
Oh, right. It's a, it's a short, yeah. Pat yeah. Oswalt, Alfred Molina, Henry Winkler. I, I think I've seen this. Paul Shear. Yeah, I, I did see this. That's Johnny a... Depp as Donald Trump. That seems like... <sighs> right, yeah. Johnny, Johnny Depp is in, like, makeup as Donald Trump. That's right. It's like it's like 10 minutes or something like that. Somehow that's in his filmography. That does not okay. deserve to be... So, Music composed by Kenny Loggins and Dan yes. Cross. Do you want this guy, Hunter Henry? Oh, man, he's already up to six bucks. Some auto-draft wants him. Tell him to... What, what should I bid? What should I bid for him? How much is it up to? Bid more. Uh, It's up to $9. That's what I have, $9. Okay. Should we go above nine? Looks like we'll get him at nine. That Hunter Henry... H.H. Says uh, potentially a top five tight end if he returns to form. This name, Equinamius St. Brown. Like, who names their kid Equinamius? <laughs> so, Jason still has money left. What's funny is Tanya doesn't seem to be auto-drafting, but it seems like she is. She's gonna, we're going to end the draft. She's still going to have $172. How many players do we have now? What positions do we need to fill? So we have a quarterback... Two running backs, a tight end, two receivers, three receivers. How many receivers are we supposed to have? I mean, you start two receivers and then you have a flex. We have $69 left. Hey, Alan Robinson's nice. up. Let's quit now. Robinson? Alan Robinson. Ryan, we went on a spending spree. I see that. You had, $7? you had good Robinson last year, didn't you, Thomas? How much I is he? I hated him. He's uh, only $7, he's $7 right now. Can we get him? Get him. Get him. Let's get him for seven dollars. Yeah, why not? Need a player to hate. Let's see, we got got uh, Robinson. We got a tight end. Should we bid? Should we bid him up again? Who else is bidding on him? He's worth fifteen dollars. I mean, we could spend we could spend ten dollars on him. We're at nine. Should we spend eleven? Don't go higher. Don't go higher. Got him for nine. Got him. So what do we need? A quarter. Um. We need we have a court we have Dax Shepard. We could use a backup quarterback probably. Brady. Brady. Um yeah, we can get Brady at the end for like a dollar probably. We still have um, sixty bucks. Let's yeah, let's see, um let's wait to nominate. We could a probably we could probably use a backup running back. Who's this Royce Freeman? I don't know who that guy is. You're saying someone who isn't a patriot? <laughs> we could probably use at least we one running think- back that isn't a we patriot. Should- well, we should find out who their third running back is and pick yeah. him too, just just to cover yeah. our base. We should just get all their all their running backs. How do you pronounce this guy, this running back's name for for the Redskins? Cox. Juice Goose Darius. Darius Goose. Goose. It, it's Juice. G U G U I C E. Should we get Juice for six bucks? I mean, he's twelve dollars pre-draft value. Might as well. I mean, like he, who else do they have? Who, who is bidding against us? Who keeps bidding against us? Who is this? Uh, Should we bid eight bucks? What's a tight end? Mm. Yeah, yeah, might as well. Oh, never mind. Oh, we lost him. We lost him to what's a tight end? Oh, that's Rick. All right, Matt Ryan, worth eight bucks. We'll take him for six, but no yeah. more. Yeah, if we could steal one of these guys, that'd be good. He was the number two fantasy quarterback last year. He should yeah. put up big numbers. Yeah, we got him. All right. For six bucks? Okay. Yeah. For six bucks. So we've got uh, Matt Ryan and who else as quarterbacks? Dak Prescott. Are we so get, are we, Matt Ryan will be our starter. Do we need uh, more than two? Not really. 
We should get um, five just to be safe. <laughs> I want to play quarterback at wide receiver. <laughs> Do we have a kicker yet? No. Nope. All right, here's Andrew Luck. He's ours at two bucks. Oh, dang, he went up to four. He went to three. <laughs> wow, expensive. Pricey. He's a Stanford kid, right? He is. Yeah. What about Larry Fitzgerald? He's with the Diamond... Uh, 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 what are uh, they called? Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah. Diamond Cardinals? Yeah. He's really old, though. Isn't he? Christian uh, Kirk? Who's Christian Kirk? I don't know. It's a dude. It's a wide receiver. He's still available. Pre-draft value, $6. That's right in our price range. He's a cardinal. I want a cardinal. Get me a cardinal. Okay, okay. All right. We'll put him on the queue. Who's the Cardinals rookie quarterback? We should get him as He's one of our six He's already gone. Cardinals. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's definitely gone. Kyler, um, Kyler Murray. Murray? Yeah. He's, he's Ky- Kyler be- Murphy? Kyler Murray's got to be already gone. Nope, he's not. Well, you want him? I would, well, yeah, let's definitely. Like, Kyler Murray is supposed to be this year's Patrick Mahomes. Fuck so, him. like, if he, if he like, blows up. Yes, we we're going we're gonna to seriously have, like, five quarterbacks. It's going to be the best. I know. We just have to get Brady, Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> ben Roethlisberger. We'll get, we'll get Christian Kirk. Baker Mayfield. Larry Fitzgerald is on the board right now. If we can get him for $3, we'll take him. We're winning him for $3. We got him for $3. Ryan, you, you mentioned the boys, and we have all been watching the boys on Amazon. Chris, you picked it up after I did. How, how did you like it? Yeah, as mentioned on the last show, uh, Jason was, was recommending it, and um, what didn't make the show um, was, was he was just like, he was saying, like, you will like it. He was saying yeah. it to me. Um, and he said, just watch the, f-. he said on the show, like the first 10 minutes, you'll get hooked. And he's like, yeah, if you don't like the first 10 minutes, it's fine. But like, yeah. you'll get hooked. He, and he, I he, did. He, and I totally got hooked. I, I <laughs> like, he, he totally got me. I was hooked. The boys, I wasn't all that interested even by, by his description, but like, I'm willing to try 10 minutes of something. And sure. again, like us here at, at the SSU podcast, like we're not big superhero guys, although I mean, there are certain movies that we like, but <laughs> I mean, it was... Like, like this yeah. is such a fresh take yes. on yeah. a, a superhero movie or show or whatever. So Jason yeah. told the same to me. I was like, first 10 minutes. If you're not hooked, then don't watch it. And I watched the first 10 minutes, and I was like, I want it's, to keep watching. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, like, I watched the whole... I think there are eight episodes that are an hour each, probably. Something I watched like those in, in three days. I mean, I was totally hooked. <laughs> I watched eight hours of television in three days, which is... More than I'll watch sometimes in a month. It was phenomenal. The the, the casting was good. The performances are really good. Um, I, I really liked um, the, the, kind of the lead characters. So can we have like a, a spoiler-free discussion and then a spoiler discussion? Just so that like anyone who might, like even if they don't even know if they want to watch it, that we don't spoil anything. Okay, so so is this the spoiler? It's hard, to talk about it. it's hard to talk about it without getting into spoilers, right? Yeah, all right. So so this is the spoiler-free. Okay, go on. Um, go on. Just discussed before, like so. The general world is that that there's a um, there are superheroes in the world, but they all like work for this this corporation, which Jason was like is like Disney. So they're an entertainment corporation, but they also lease out the services yeah. of these superheroes. V- vote. For, vote. 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 Vote International. Vote. It's not a spoiler to say that. So I mean, if you really want to know nothing, just like stop now. Right away, we realize that like they're not totally on the up and up, right? 
right. the, 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 the superheroes aren't necessarily the good guys. And not only are they not the good guys in the world, but like personally, they're jerks, like total jerks. <laughs> and that's what makes it really funny is that like, for instance, the character, the deep, who's like their, their version of Aquaman. The, the, guy, is an with idiot. The, the guy with the big cock. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, there's this poster of. Should, uh, should we post this on the account? Describe it, and we'll post it on yeah. the SSU podcast. The, the, there's this poster of the deep in his his green suit, where you can you can clearly in his crotch area see the outline <laughs> diagonally stretching up. It is so great. The outline of what? Like his muscles or what? Yeah, it, it's a big muscle. <laughs> <laughs> of his. Charles Coke? He's Charles yeah. Coke. Yeah, he's Charles Coke. Anyway, uh, I'm sorry, Chris. So, so that came from a calendar. Like, they made, like, uh, a, 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 like an erotic, like, calendar of the deep. And so, like, March or something, like, like for whatever reason, the pose includes, like, a giant, like, yeah, Charles Coke. <laughs> like, very evident. Like, it, it, I don't know if... I don't know. It can't be intentional, can it? Anyway, um, so so the deep, like, for instance, his character, like, I really like because, like, he's an idiot, (laughs) but he's also a jerk. But as as the series kind of progresses, he kind of develops a heart. He, but but it's weird how he develops the heart. Uh, <laughs> he goes I mean, to, we're getting spoiler adjacent. He, okay, like, yeah. Like, so, he, really, uh, so, he really likes fish. Like, <laughs> like he's like complains about like pollution and like one of the funniest parts of the series. Okay, you know, turn it off if you don't want spoilers. We're, like that was the extent of our spoiler free, free um, uh, portion. Ha- hang on, Chris. Ha- hang on, Chris. Yeah. So the spoiler free part is it's good. You should watch it. It's funny. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go on, Chris. Okay, now spoilers. Um, like, so he he brings up to the like the the head honcho uh, Homelander. He's like, or no, no, not her. Um, to Elizabeth Shue, he's like, yes. I'm really concerned about the way the dolphins are being treated at like SeaWorld. <laughs> not SeaWorld. <laughs> got your name. She's like, yeah. yeah, they're a big corporate sponsor. And he's like, man, they keep telling me they're underfed. Like, because he can actually talk to the fish right. and and mammals for all those people out there who are going to correct me. Um. <laughs> And like he just like really like so he basically me too's the like the sweet new like superhero. So he doesn't care about like people, but like he really cares about these dolphins. So he actually like rescues a dolphin, and, he, and he's like driving like a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> this dolphin in a van, and he hits a, a roadblock with cops, yeah. and he slams on the brakes, and, and the it flies out windshield onto oh the gosh. pavement. And of course, it never this. could. You haven't seen this? Not no. this part. Yeah. No. Oh, crap. Yeah, uh, sorry. No, no, um, so it's but it lands in the road. A lot of like gore and like like someone runs over the dolphin like with very satisfying like crunching of bones and like it's it's a very funny scene, Thomas. Yeah. W- wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it, it's funny. And and I don't uh, so after this, he is then later sent to Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> which is like where like he's yeah, he's he is exiled. Yeah, he's he's Big exiled bad. to Cedar Point. Where he gets to like I don't know perform things together with the 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 mammals the the sea animals that they have there, and it's just great. And I'm not sure if this is supposed to be like, is it supposed to be a redemption arc or is he supposed to just become more and more bitter, and then like flip and do something crazy? Is that, that the that's point? a good question? Because yeah, that's a really good question. Because 
before he is exiled to Ohio, one of the, the newest members of the Seven, which is uh, Vought's elite group of soups, the newest member accuses him of sexual harassment and sexual assault. Sexual assault, yeah. Which is true, like he actually did yeah. this, and he is then later exiled to Ohio, and he is, I'm not sure where his arc is actually going uh, yeah. after that. That's true, and, and, and they've already been renewed, and they're already filming the second season. We got four bench spots left, so we can get, so we can get Kirk, uh, Kyler Murray, Tom Brady. And Tom Brady, and another quarterback. We're going to put a quarterback at at defense and kicker. Christian Kirk is on the board right now. Get him. I don't care what he costs. Get him. Charlie Kirk. See Kirk. See Kirk. We got him for three right now. Five seconds. Two seconds. One One second. second. We got him. Charlie Kirk. Nice. I'm happy. Draft whoever the fuck you want. We're good. We're going to get the other Arizona player. We're going to get Kyler Murray, too. So how much money do we have? 48 uh, bucks. We just yeah. got to make sure we can outbid Jason. He's the only one who has the money who's actually bidding. We're going to outbid him for yeah. what? Yes. Kyler Murray. I guarantee you Jason is, like, waiting to try to get Kyler Murray. So, and he can outbid us right now. So uh, we got to hope. Uh, we gotta just we gotta just wait for him to be like the last player. So you you know who's still on the board. Hopefully, down Jason there? has to spend uh, some money. Carson Ooh. Wentz. Is he good? Carson Wentz? No. Is a, doesn't uh, JBL hate him or something? They told yeah, him. he likes he likes uh, he's who Nick Foles. Uh, he's a Nick Foles guy. Yeah. See, eighty percent of my football knowledge comes from the substandard. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Eric Zach Center. He went to South Dakota State University. Woohoo! Who? Go Jacks. Zach Zenner. And when he, um, whenever his NFL career is over, he's going to go to med school. Or he's already in medical school. I but... don't think you can do both at the same time. That seems impossible. Yeah. Latavius. Who names their kid Latavius? Uh, same kind of parent who names their kid Tevin. And Koti. Or Equinamius. Or Juju. Okay. All right. So, or Vontes. So we need a we need a kicker. Yeah, we'll need a kicker and a defense for okay. like our our last two. Okay. And then some bench players. We're near the oh, end. Whatever. So Jason just picked up Baker Mayfield, so he may not try to get Kyler Murray. Did he get it for two bucks? Because he had sixty nine bucks. Yeah, he did. He should he should have stayed at sixty nine. He has so, two quarterbacks. He has so two quarterbacks. He, he may not. He will not be expect us. He will totally not expect us to pick get another quarterback. Probably not. Yeah, <laughs> we because totally we're, set them gonna, up by drafting four quarterbacks. We're gonna because <laughs> we should we should drop Dak Prescott. At some yeah, point. Dak Prescott sucks. <laughs> <laughs> How much did we pay for him? Eight dollars. Oh, okay. So you know the best part about the Cardinals, their coach is Ryan Gosling. Yeah, basically. Daryl Henderson. He is the number one handcuff in the league. What the fuck's a handcuff? I only um, use them for other things. <laughs> what if we won Tom Brady for a buck? We're winning him for a buck right now. <laughs> we're getting Tom Brady. <laughs> and we're getting Keller Murray. My dream of having five quarterbacks is one step closer to becoming realized. Got him. One dollar. Do you remember when LaShawn McCoy was 
the best fantasy player. He just went for like two bucks. I know. <laughs> yeah. The most insane thing was when Chip Kelly traded him away. I guess when you knew Chip Kelly was losing it. Like he traded him away and he picked up like the the guy from uh, Dallas um, who is not versatile, like not a Chip Kelly running back. Carlos Hyde. That sounds like a villain. <laughs> is he still on San Francisco? Uh, Kansas City. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. We still only have uh, two running backs. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both Patriots. We have two <laughs> Patriots running backs. Uh, okay, let's pick another one. Ryan, I was focused. I was pretty focused on on quarterbacks. There's really not. <laughs> I mean, you've got a lot of options at quarterback. I mean, I think, and we have a lot of options at wide receiver too. We have, let's <laughs> see, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wide receivers. Do you think Kyler Murray can play running back? Breda, Jones, or Dion Lewis? We should totally get Dion Lewis. <laughs> Dion uh, Lewis, yes. Uh, it's 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 Dion. What is it? Is it really Dion? That's that's just stupid. What do we want, Dion Lewis or Matt Breda? Dion Lewis is a former Dion Patriot. Lewis. He we is want a former Dion Patriot. And right. that's kind of a, a theme we've been. I'm nominating him. There we go. So we'll have right. the, Patriots, the Patriots running backs, and we'll have a former Patriot running back. <laughs> it's Patriot way. And so we'll have one spot left for Kyler Murray. How do you like Carl Urban in it? I love Carl Urban in it, yeah. and I I just love Carl Urban. Okay, right. Ryan. Yeah, yeah, I think he's I, I think he's great. I I didn't even um I, I don't I don't know if I knew that he was in it before I started watching it because I I started watching it like right when it was released. I just knew the premise, and yeah, his character is like the guy that's trying to bring superheroes to justice is, yeah. is pretty great. And I know there's something with his wife, but I haven't gotten to that part yet. Well, and like, like that's, that's the big twist at the end of the season is about his wife, which is his rationale for sort of fighting or trying to bring the superheroes to justice and especially Homelander. Uh, can, Chris, can we talk a little bit about Homelander's arc through the first season? Sure. Uh, so it starts out, I believe the first scene of the entire show is Homelander and Queen Maeve actually rescuing mm-hmm. some regular citizens on the street. <laughs> they are beating up some yeah. bad guys, right? Mm-hmm. And then as the episodes progress, you realize that Homelander is really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, that that is unraveled as the season progresses to the point where like he wasn't even given like nurture as a child. Like he was watched by scientists in a lab. He was so, like born in totally a lab. lacks any yeah, he, he totally lacks any like like regular sympathy or like humanity of anybody. Oh, so wow. he's like, this the most powerful like being in the universe uh-huh. and he totally lacks it's not just a moral center, but like he lacks like compassion and any sort of normal uh yeah so if you know anything about attachment theory he like he, uh he is quite lacking in that yeah department. he 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 gives super weapons to to bad guys to terrorist groups he uh what exactly is the relationship between him and elizabeth shu <laughs> that that uh, is very screwed up 
It's very confusing to me. It seems like he is. It's in like mother her. son, except kind of sexual. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty he, messed up. He wants her milk or something like that. I'm not sure exactly what what's going on there. He uses X-ray vision to watch her when she's pumping her breasts for her baby. <laughs> he does that. Even the, just the way they show that, like, the first scene, you just see it. It just looks like he's looking at a wall. And then, like, two episodes later, you realize that he's just, like, spying on her while she's yeah. pumping milk. Yeah. And then uh, there, there is one scene in one episode, or it's more than one scene. It's like a, a, a plot point in one episode where Queen Maeve and Homelander are trying to save a plane from terrorists. Yes. And it goes, it goes wrong. And Homelander simply doesn't really seem to care. Nope, he doesn't care. Yeah, uh, he's just like he's, rather than save one or two or three people, he's just gonna let them all die. Yeah, he's gonna let the plane go down. It's and then and then when he's on the beach, he makes a a speech that was very similar to the George W. Bar- George W. Bush speech after nine eleven. Did you notice that? It, I, I did not make that that connection. It is but. not quite word. I like. I promise you, this is where they got the inspiration. It is not quite word for word, but it is almost word for word. When he does the See. call, when he does the call response, and he's like, "I hear you," and the ones who did this are gonna pay, or whatever it is he say. It is almost exactly like George W. Bush said it uh, when wow. he stood on the rubble of nine eleven. Except Bush actually went and you know made. <laughs> the people who did this pay, and he broke Al Qaeda. Yeah, whereas Homelander is only interested in making Elizabeth Shue happy. Yeah, I mean, so it, as much as I loved it, um, I did not. You can imagine, love the portrayal of Christians in uh, in this show. <laughs> What's right. interesting is that th- that this corrupt corporation is like in league with like this. Which is really interesting, right? That this that this corporation is in league with, you know, like this revival, like Christian revival festival, which is like, yeah, that's at the forefront of culture and and you know, big money. Like, if there's anything that you know the cultural elites are for, it's for Christianity, right? Hollywood, the press, um, they're all totally for Christianity, right? Yeah, yeah. But no. of course, like. This, this is written by Hollywood liberals who are like, yeah, in addition to like make, you know, have it making this evil corporation, like we're going to have them throw in with Christians. And so like um, this corrupt Superman like figure is who, who who's depicted as this horrible person is like baptizing people and like like he professes his faith and then like baptizes people who like paid enough money to get in to get baptized and then the pure-hearted girl who's new to the superhero Seven, who was raised in a Christian home, like they expect her to give this speech that was totally written down. And like the the the, the great moment in the show is where she goes off script and was like, "I and and I'll read you what she says." She says, "Every single word that I say up here, I'm reading from a script. I didn't even write any of these words. I don't even know if I believe in them. I mean, I believe in God." I love God so much, but, chuckles, honestly, it's just how goddamn certain everyone around is around here. I mean, tickets start at, what, 170 bucks, so that these people could tell you how to get to heaven? How do they know? How does anybody know? 
When the Bible was written, life expectancy was 30 years old. I mean, I'm not so sure you're supposed to take it literally. It also says that it's a sin to eat shrimp. What if you're gay or if you're Gandhi? You're going to hell? I mean, and if you have sex before marriage, that's, that's not immoral. That's human. What's immoral is the guy who shoved his dick in my face. And then she reveals that she was sexually assaulted. What's funny is as I read it, it's very clearly like the objections to Christianity or religion by a teenager. Like it's nothing intellectual, but like the way that it's, that, that it's filmed, it's like, wow, what a brave and like smart thing to say about religion. And I mean, this is where I will praise Jonah Goldberg, who um, is very good on this. Who's like uh, when he goes and speaks on campuses, he says to these these um, kids who have lapped up everything that they've heard from from you know the media, from their professors, from culture, and they think they're so ca- countercultural. And he's like, "Listen, like the the the, the culture, Hollywood, um, you know, the press, every like your professors, like you think you're being like somehow rebellious by by being liberal, like you know, you you guys are are just like." You guys aren't independent thinkers, and it's it's funny how um, smart and independent uh, these writers think they are by like criticizing Christianity by like putting it alongside this corrupt corporation. Wait, Kyler Murray just got drafted. Why didn't what? you bid? Why oh, didn't you bid? Was it Chase? I was I was that setting was up a freaking... blowing my load joke. Oh crap! No, he got drafted by you. Play ball like a girl for two dollars. I unbelievable. <laughs> I cannot believe we did that. We should trade for him. Give him a quarterback. Yeah. We'll, well I mean, if we really want offense, we could pick up Jared Goff. I'm sure he's going to throw for a million yards. We still need Damn a it. kicker. Yeah, Screw we have kickers. We only have three quarterbacks. <laughs> Long story short, we, we like the boys. We think that it is an enjoyable show to watch. Excellent. Right? Yeah. And Very so, entertaining. Yeah, it's very entertaining. If you are sick of the way that Marvel, for example, makes superhero movies, or you want something new and something refreshing, this is it. Just like Into the Spider-Verse was refreshing and like new and really cool to watch, this is also great. Chris, I can't believe that you didn't mention the show Archer to me earlier and recommended that I watch it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> So I started. I mentioned it so many times. <laughs> Not to me. You don't listen. So tell tell me about Archer. What, so what do you? I am. So you animated series Archer from? Is it on FX? It's it's on FX, and I think streaming the, on Netflix right now. Uh, streaming on Hulu right now. On Hulu. Okay. And so it's one of the shows where I think I might have heard about it in the past, but I didn't really hear a whole lot about it, and uh, I then if. I, I, I'm pretty sure at some point I went and looked it up and I discovered it was a cartoon and I was like, this is stupid. I'm not really interested. I don't watch crude adult cartoons, you know, yeah. Yeah. When my friend Julian was visiting for a week, he was like, no, no, like really, you should actually, you should watch it. You're going to love it. And I watched the first episode. Within the first five minutes, I was, I was hooked. It is so great. It is so funny. It is hilarious. I am almost done with the third season of the show. I mean, it's it's. I would call it character based in that, like, the set up the series of characters, Archer, uh, who's who's the, the 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 spy who 
is gifted but but stupid irresponsible as fuck. stupid um you have Lana who is they used to date and she resents him but somehow like will always you know she's stuck with him forever right um, at least like they work together and she can't extricate herself from that relationship they have like and everybody at work is just crazy in one way or another <laughs> you have you have the scientist who's a who is a Krieger. Krieger, who's a lunatic. In the first two episodes, I don't think Krieger actually speaks at all. He's just there. Oh, really? And, okay. and I, I'm not sure if they intended him to be just a minor character. Like, I think Ryan suggested it, that he would just be a minor character. Or that maybe they intended for him to be a mute. But then they gave him a few speaking lines and he realized that he is, um, like, hilarious. Like, he's yeah. this depraved, mad scientist who wants to make robots to have sex with him, or something along those lines. Well, and he, he seems throughout the, throughout the years to be, like, um, building a clone army, but then, like, the power <laughs> shuts off and they all die, and he's sad. Like, he's doing all this stuff with company money, like, off the books <laughs> that's sketchy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then you have uh, you have Cheryl, or Carol, or whatever her name is at the given Nobody moment, who's the secretary, yeah. Who, uh, yeah. who enjoys... Um, uh, uh, different types of sex let, let's put it that way uh, and gets pleasure from uh, Krieger at one point builds her Thomas, robot Thomas, this is a family podcast oh, I'm sorry <laughs> uh, then there's Pam who is responsible for uh, human resources and Pam uh, I, I'm not exactly sure what Pam's deal is but she's a great character uh, she enjoys driving drifting cars, uh, and she's involved with uh, involved with the yakuza, and it, it's it's great. Uh, and then there's the accountant. What's his name? Zero? No, Cyril. 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 Uh, and he's also great. He is involved with Lana uh, at one point, but they break up. Who's he voiced by? What's what's the guy? He has a great voice. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, Chris Parnell, who's from Saturday Night Live, he's fantastic. So I, I'm pretty sure that my favorite episode so far, uh, there's an episode in the third season, I believe it's called The Limited, where they are on the train uh, owned by Cheryl and they're going to Canada and they're supposed uh -huh. to deliver this Nova Scotian terrorist to the Canadian authorities uh, and the Canadian Royal Mounties show up. Uh, there's an ocelot on the train, and it is just hilarious from beginning to end. It is terrific. Like the first scene where Archer shows up, where John Benjamin shows up himself, he's just he's just drunk, and he stays slightly drunk or intoxicated throughout the, the entire episode. It is great. It is so funny. It is my favorite episode so far. Uh, this isn't the first time you've met this ocelot, is it? No, no. You you, okay. you meet him in an earlier episode where it is re okay. revealed that Cheryl is actually like a billionaire or something like that. Yeah. Or uh, she belongs to the, the Taunt family. Here, I, I will summarize the draft. Adam is the worst person in the entire universe. Uh, Jim Swift decided to auto-draft. Uh, Jason's an idiot. <laughs> Ming is posing as a homosexual. Um, <laughs> Steven drafted only players who played for college teams that had pirate-themed mascots. He did a lot of research for that. He did. Good, that was good, hard work. Good for him. Uh, Cameron 
te- drafted only Texas A and M players. Cameron, Cameron complained a lot. He said multiple times, "This is the worst like thing he's ever done." Yeah, like a typical millennial or Gen Z or whatever he is, he acted like this was torture because he had to show up at a specified time, <laughs> and not and avocado toast was not served. A different question from you guys. How do you think that the bracket is going so far? <laughs> About as expected. I mean, <laughs> first of all, it's junk science that produced this bracket. And, um, like, I, I, you know Jason does this just to trigger us. And oh, so definitely. I'm going to totally give him the satisfaction of saying, as I was scrolling through the voting today, I was completely and utterly triggered at the inclusions, knowing that there are a lot of really good shows that he left out and yeah. really stupid shows that he that he uh, uh, let in. So hey, look, it's it's science. If they don't have Emmy nominations, they don't have Emmy wins. The first, the worst first first round matchup was The Wire versus Stranger Things. <laughs> that was like, in he definitely did that on purpose to make people <laughs> mad. It, and then um, Mr. Robot is losing to um, what was that show? The that's Shield. Losing? The Shield. The Shield. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but like you, some you, stupid show. No, no, that. right? You can't argue. It. The Shield is one of the shows that started peak TV. Like, no, the, the Shield sucks. No, you, you are just factually incorrect on this. The Shield is amazing. Maybe it started peak TV, but Mr. Robot is peak TV. And oh so it's, God. by definition, I, better. I quit than, the podcast. The show. Brian's just sore because Mr. Blue, Robot Blue Bloods is... isn't doing very well. In fact, Blue Bloods <laughs> didn't even make the bracket. It's, I was and Brian's say, pissed off. Yeah, as I've said many times, uh, uh, I, I love Blue Bloods uh, so much. Ryan, how do you feel about the leftovers being left out of the brackets? Yeah, the, uh, again, I think he did that on purpose. Session and, and leftovers. All of Ryan's shows were left off. Right, like, you know, The Leftovers and The Wire are two of my all-time favorite shows and, and Mr. Robot, and so The Leftovers didn't even make it. The Wire is about to lose and um, no, Mr. No, Robot. No, 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 the, the Wire is winning. It, it's not, Oh, is it winning? Okay. Yeah, it, it's not going down in the first round. That That's not going to happen. Well, still, Stranger Things shouldn't go down in the first round because I like that show too. Yeah, so. no, but but like, so the leftovers had three seasons. Uh, it only received one Emmy nomination, which is what leaves it out of the bracket. But this is sort so. Of- here's what I don't understand. So about about the Emmy nomination process. So I brought up the fact that Gwendolyn Christie uh, nominated herself. Sure. And they're like, oh yeah, but she, that's because she put up money. And it's like. So all you need to do is spend money and you get nominated? No, and no, no, that works no, 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 science? no, 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 you can spend money to put yourself up for consideration to be nominated. Yeah, so they still have to pick you as one of the nominations. Yeah. Like, um, you can, anybody can put themselves up for any show, but that doesn't mean that they're going to be picked as yeah. one of the final either actors, actresses, or shows. Correct. So. Chris I don't know. There in- are a lot of good shows that were left off of here. That's all. <laughs> what, it is, and when I see shows like Daredevil on here, it's just <laughs> yeah. Got There's some other shows that have only had like one season that are on there, and then obviously the biggest, like the most egregious things that 
the Gilmore Girls is in this bracket. Yes, that's, yes, it is. It is that's, great. That's, that's stupid. I believe that that is all the time we are giving to this episode. Uh, if you have questions, comments, or whatever else you might want to tell us, you can email us at sseupod at gmail.com. Uh, you should also subscribe. Sub- you should also subscribe to the podcast on uh, iTunes, Google Podcast, Google Play, or wherever else that you find our wonderful, glorious podcast. Stitcher. Like Stitcher. This was episode 49 uh, of the podcast. We are getting up toward the end. Uh, and we hope Whew. that you all have a great week in front of you. And good luck surviving Jason's bracket. Bye.